If you feel like standing out online is hard at the moment, it's going to be even harder because now you're not just competing with content that humans are creating. You're also competing with content that machines are creating. And even though I still think at this stage, human created content is better, the machines are able to produce content at a volume that humans aren't. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 603. Today, I'm talking about a little bit of a different topic. I'm talking about AI and the impact that I think it's going to have on the online business world, the marketing world, and how you can start to leverage it as an online business owner and as somebody who potentially creates content or who leverages content marketing for your business. Now, I know change can feel scary. It, when we see all of these things changing around us, shifting around us, it's totally natural to want to just bury your head in the sand and avoid it. I was a little bit like that when I first started learning about Web3 or I first started hearing about Web3. I thought, no, I don't want to hear it. Like, I, My brain is saturated. I don't want to learn anything new. And then slowly, slowly, I started to dip my toe in and it was like, oh, this is going to really impact you know, the, the entire online world. And even though AI and Web3 aren't really related, um, as far as I know, I'm not really an expert, but as far as I know, there's no like interrelation between them. AI is another one of those big developments that's you know, it's rapidly, rapidly improving uh, to the point where now, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, but to the point where now AI can create content and you know, written text that sounds like a human has written it. So yes, change is scary, but we have to get comfortable with change, especially since we are operating in an online world. We are operating in a world where so much of what we do as business owners is dependent on technology. And a lot of the change is really positive. You know, we, <laughs> 10 years ago, if you wanted to create an online course, you couldn't just go and set up Kajabi. You had to Go and create, you know, on your own WordPress site, you had to make it self-hosted. And then every time WordPress updated, it probably would break your course. And it was a nightmare. And now there are tools like Kajabi where you can just go and upload your things and it makes it pretty. It's so much easier. Same with Canva, right? You know, 10 years ago, we had to go and use Photoshop and Photoshop was really expensive and you had to be a designer to kind of know how to use it. And now anybody can design things in Canva. So this kind of change can be really good. And I love the quote. I don't know who said it, but in a presentation that I was in at Social Media Marketing World, someone um, quoted it in their slides. And it was, today is the slowest day of technological change that you will ever experience ever again. I might be paraphrasing it, but that was the gist of the quote. 
So you really need to get comfortable with the change that is happening because it's only going to get faster and you have two options. You can bury your head in the sand or you can do your best to try and stay abreast of it. You know, you don't have to embrace everything, but to understand what is going on, that gives you a better idea of the context within which your business is operating. Uh, you know, another big technological change that is going to happen this year is Apple is releasing its AR goggles. You know, the augmented reality goggles, the headset that you're going to put on. I don't think they're going to look at like the big, you know, the big um, ski goggle AR uh, headsets or VR headsets that have been around so far. Uh, they're just going to probably look like glasses that augment reality. Uh, they're going to be very expensive. So it's going to be a while before people start to catch on. But this is potentially a huge shift in the online world. Google already tried this and they failed. They did the Google Glass a couple of years ago. And I think that was maybe a little bit before its time. But Apple, on the flip side, they have been grooming us for wearable technology for a while. You know, the Apple Watch, that was the first real piece of their wearable technology. And it became this, it became an accessory that people showed off. AirPods, that's wearable technology. And I think that next stage for them is going to be those AR glasses. So that's going to be something else to look out for. Okay, so AI. Let's talk a little bit about AI and online marketing, online business. So for context, now you may or may not have heard a little bit of talk about chat GPT in the online business space. <laughs> uh, a lot of talk about it, really, if depending who you follow or follow and what Facebook groups you're in. Uh, but especially amongst copywriters and marketers, because I think it's going to impact their jobs and their, uh, their tasks a lot. But what actually is ChatGPT? So ChatGPT is built on a piece of technology called GPT-3, uh, which actually to look up what this stands for, Generative Pre-Trained Transformer 3. It's a piece of AI that has essentially been trained to produce text that sounds like it's been written like a human. So if you give it half of a sentence, it can complete that sentence like a human. If you tell it to do something or ask it to do something, because even though it's AI, we need to be nice to it. If you ask it to do something, it should be able to answer you. If you ask it a question, it should answer you like a human. Now, this was created, this technology is created by OpenAI, which as a side note, has recently been valued at, I think it was like $29 billion, something ridiculous like that. Um, so they've created this technology and now a lot of product developers have been using the technology as the basis of their AI products. So um, copy.ai is one example that comes to mind. They are like a an AI copywriting tool. Jarvis is another one. Um, what else? Word Hero, I think, is another. Like there's so many AI tools out there. And most of them are using the same piece of technology underneath them. Most of them are using this GPT-3. Then what happened in November 2022 was OpenAI started talking about their new GPT-3.5, which is apparently even more sophisticated than GPT-3. And that was when they released ChatGPT, which is a chatbot. It's a chatbot that everybody has been talking about on the internet. And ChatGPT is the easiest and so far it's the free way to use this technology where you can essentially just have a conversation with this AI bot in a chat. And as an example for this episode, I um, so I typed into the chat, I said, give me a headline for a podcast episode about the impact of AI on marketing. 
And these were the suggestions that it gave me. So it gave me a couple of suggestions. Exploring the future of marketing, how AI is transforming the industry. AI and marketing, harnessing the power of machine learning for better results. Marketing in the age of AI, opportunities and challenges. And then the last one was revolutionizing marketing with AI, how artificial intelligence is changing the game. Now, those are pretty good. I mean, they're not, they're not bad. They're not really ones I would use um, for this show as is, but they would give me a really good starting point if I had absolutely no idea what to call this episode. So how is all of this going to then impact content marketing and online business? Now, I think it's got its pros and its cons. First up, it's going to make big parts of content creation much easier. You know, we've seen it can give you podcast titles. Uh, you can ask it for suggestions. I've been using it to get um, content topic ideas. So I actually, um, this was pre-Christmas where I fed it a bunch of um, a bunch of uh, answers that my audience had given me around things that they were struggling with. And I asked GTP to GPT, oh my goodness, to give me the, give me some content topics based on the things my audience was struggling with. And it gave me some pretty decent ones. I mean, I probably would use about five out of 20 of them that it gave me. You can also ask it to outline blog posts. You can use it to write article titles. You can actually even use it to write the entire article, but we'll get there in a second because it's not great. So the downside of all of this is that it means we're going to have even more content saturation. You know, if you feel like standing out online is hard at the moment, it's going to be even harder because now you're not just competing with content that humans are creating. You're also competing with content that machines are creating. And even though I still think at this stage, human created content is better, the machines are able to produce content at a volume that humans aren't. Okay. Now it does, I mean, it does mean that you can, if you're a business that's creating content, you can potentially use it to create content cheaper, but I don't know if that content's going to stand out. And I think with this content saturation, it means you're going to need to really up your game if you want any hope of standing out online. So I think as a side effect of this, we're going to see a big shift from, you know, creating content for content's sake to creating less content that's more meaningful, content that shares a unique perspective, content that is true thought leadership, content that synthesizes two ideas and creates something new, rather than content that is just a generic piece of nothing, really. Like a lot of the ones that I've read that have been written by AI just feel a bit blah. Um, my friend Jeremy Enns from Podcast Marketing Academy created for fun, a little fun project, soullesspodcastadvice.com. We'll chuck a link to that in the show notes. And essentially what it is, is it's a collection of podcast marketing and growth resources that have all been written by AI. And I love that he called it soulless podcast advice because it literally is content that does not have soul. And it's generic advice. It's nothing cutting edge. It's advice that a machine has pulled together from all of its different data sets, data points that it has. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing, right? When you are creating content with AI, the outputs it creates are only as good as the inputs that you feed it. So if you don't quite know what you need it to give you, then it's not going to give you anything good. So like the the headlines that it gave me for the podcast episode, 
All I said was, give me a headline for a podcast episode about the impact of AI on marketing. Okay, so it gave me pretty generic titles. But if I now said to it, hey, give me a headline for a podcast episode about about how AI is going to radically change the marketing world and it, it's a must listen for marketing owners. I don't know. It might give me something completely different. Okay. And you can actually, you can't really do it so much with chat GPT, but you can with some of the other tools. And if you get a little bit techy and play around with the, the API and all of that, you can create, you can train it to create outputs that are a lot more along the lines of what you are looking for. I've seen people who have tried asking it to write a sales page and it's not pretty. You know, if you say, Hey, write me a sales page for my course about launching. Actually, I'm going to do that right now on this episode. Okay. Write me a sales page about launching. Okay. So it's saying introducing the new revolutionary AI powered marketing tool that will take your business to the next level. Are you tired of manual data analysis and struggling to keep up with the constantly evolving marketing landscape? Look no further. Our AI-powered marketing tool uses cutting-edge machine learning algorithms to analyze vast amounts of data, giving you a clear and actionable understanding of your target audience and how to reach them. Oh, this is okay. This is actually way too long to read out. But as you might have gauged from what it's given me, it hasn't taken into account who my ideal client is. It hasn't taken into account what they are struggling with. It hasn't really even taken into account what the product even is. So you have to give it really good inputs and you have to specify what you want, how you want it to structure it, what you want it to include, all of that. So I think like maybe if you could give it the right inputs and you briefed it correctly, yeah, there might be potential that it could write one. I think at this stage as a human with a good strategy understanding, if you understand the strategy behind a sales page, I think you're still going to outperform chat GPT or any of the other GPT powered tools. So how am I trying to use it? How am I playing around with it at the moment? So I've been testing a few of the other tools, the ones that are built on top of GPT-3, um, because they give a little bit more flexibility than just talking with a chatbot. Um, and a lot of the developers have trained them in certain um, inputs. So you can give it, you know, give it, give it certain inputs and it'll spit out a blog outline better than if you were just chatting to it. I've been testing how we can use it to repurpose content. So, for example, how we can say the same thing in different ways, because sometimes when you're trying to explain a concept, if you keep saying it the same way and it just doesn't quite sink in with people and you say it a slightly different way, that can be the light bulb moment for them. I've also been using it. A really fun one I've been using is on um, on Word Hero. And what they do is you can um, generate analogies for concepts. So I've been putting in a concept and it's been giving me an analogy. For example, I was talking about, um, oh, I, um, one of the concepts that I put in was how fear is something that points out to us what is worthwhile pursuing. Fear shows us where our growth is. And the analogy that it spat out was fear is the compass for our growth. I was like, huh, that's a really nice little metaphor there. I can use that. Now, there are so many different tools out there and you could very easily waste a lot of money on them. So if you are going to invest in them, get clear on what you need it for first. Try and make use of seven-day free trials and always remember that the output is only going to be as good as the input. So if you're feeding it really average inputs, it's going to spit out really average outputs. Now, another thing that I did as a bit of a fun um, kind of procrastination, but not really, 
was I actually, as a bonus for Offer Less, Sell More, I built an offer idea generator. So essentially what somebody does is they fill in who their ideal client is and what their ideal client is struggling with. And it gives them a bunch of different offers that they could potentially add to their business. Now, at this stage, it is only a bonus for my Offer Less, Sell More students because it does cost me like 0.2 cents or something each time somebody submits it. But I'm testing it with them and it might be something that in the future I add as a, I don't know, a paid offer or something. Uh, the other thing that I am doing is I am building a kit of tools for podcasters. Uh, you heard it here first. I, this was literally something I came up with on the weekend. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's been really fun world for me to explore um, building out like podcast episode name generators and training it to write episode titles that suck a little bit less than the ones that it gave me for this episode. Um, show notes generators, like that's going to be a really fun one to teach it. Uh, how to turn a podcast transcript into a decent blog post, um, how to take a podcast episode, turn it into an Instagram carousel or a Twitter thread. So that's going to be really fun. Um, that's like a fun little side project for me because I'm weird and I like doing things like that for fun. Um, what I'm really excited for, like I'm excited for the possibilities that it could bring us around project management. So, you know, if we have, uh, if we have like an AI assistant organizing our day for us. Or knowledge management. So, you know, if I'm writing out like ideas and concepts and thoughts and things in my notes folder, having an AI tool that links those together and then says, hey, have you considered this plus this idea equals this brand new idea that you've never had before? That the potential for that, I think, is quite exciting. Um, but yeah, it's, this is a really fast moving space at the moment. A lot of people are building new tools. And it's really exciting to see what is coming up. So I hope this has given you a bit more of a context around what is going on and how it's going to impact us as business owners. That is it for today's episode. If you're not already subscribed to the show, hit the follow button in Spotify or the little plus in Apple Podcasts, and you'll just get each new episode delivered straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. (music) 